Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. All right, folks. New day, new high. So the S&P 500 is up by around 0.8% to 4,928. So this surpasses the previous record high that it hit last week. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was higher by around 224 points, rising 0.6% to 38,000. 333. For the Nasdaq, was the outperformer, rising 1.1%, settling at 15,628. So this marks the sixth record close for both the S&P 500 and the Dow. For more insights, we're joined by Alexander Morris. He is the Chief Investment Officer at FM Investments. Alexander, thanks for joining us on the show today. Thanks for having me back. Hey, great to have you on. So we've got new highs yet again, Alexander. So what is getting investors so excited? Are, are we perhaps seeing markets a bit too optimistic right now? Well, I think investors are excited because they like to see highs and they want to invest in something that seems like it's already winning. And if you take a step back, it, it's really a handful of stocks that are, are winning. And I think that enthusiasm, the ability to buy. And Nvidia, and then also see the S and P 500 go go up to a record high, creates this sense of you're doing the right thing. Mm. And and I think investors are, are, are perhaps overly optimistic uh, about it. But for the time being, you know, we, I would have said that same thing to you a year and a half ago. And clearly, with with the last six days being six highs, I would have been quite wrong. Yeah, how much is supporting this in terms of fundamentals? If you look at the earnings coming through, there's been some hits and misses. Is that enough to keep this going? Well, I think there's enough there. If we look at the GDP up 3.3 percent annualized, much stronger than folks expected. Mm. So it's clear that consumers are buying. Some of the misses have been in companies that we kind of expect them from. Tesla had a miss, but it's been relatively volatile in its projections, so that's not terribly surprising. And Intel, which missed, is a tech stock and a chip stock, no doubt, but certainly one of the older, sleepier ones. Not not at the same level, same momentum pace as Nvidia or a handful of their the other semiconductor names. So I don't worry about. About that side, I do think there's enough business to go around for these companies that they can keep going up. I just think expectations keep going up faster and faster, and eventually the underlying fundamentals will just run out of steam, and expectation、mm. will have to come into line.、Uh, Alexander, a growing theme I'm hearing these days is that companies have to cut back on prices from IKEA,、uh, the stores as well. What's going to be implications, and how much is the Uh, impact going to be when it comes to the bottom line for some of these companies. Well, I think some prices, particularly of services like the App Store or whatnot, they won't come down all that much. Even if they did,、uh, there's they're pretty high margin businesses、mm-hmm. that won't have a, a tremendous dent when they come down in that way. I, I do think some of the intermediary players, you know, should we have another supply chain issue in the chip business, will make will actually be almost better for chip prices because there's such a demand for certain products that. A lot of the purchasers will pay any price at this point just to be first in line. So pure economics will, I think, keep those bottom lines pretty healthy. As you go further down into cyclicals, you know, consumer durables, some other sections, I do think price pressure will eventually weigh on them, or competition、mm. willing to buy market share will, will start to happen again. But that's you know, we thought high interest rates would drive consumers home, and that didn't work. It seems the only thing that's going to slow us down,、uh, slow down the U.S. economy at this point, is Something we haven't thought of yet, and it being a big something. 
And I, I just don't know what that is yet. And I don't see any signs of it happening in the near future. Yeah, I suppose with the price cuts and the price pressures, it's going to be good news when it comes to the fight against inflation, which the Fed's been trying to do for quite some time. Is that going to mean that the Fed will hold back on cutting rates uh, later rather than sooner? I think the Fed will continue to hold rates steady, both at this meeting and well into the year. And regardless of, even if the, the data said, it's really important we cut rates next month. I think the Fed has been very clear in its messaging, and they don't want to deviate from mm-hmm. that, that they will continue to hold rates just to make sure that folks believe them that when they say they're doing something, that's the course that they will take. And rates aren't, I don't think rates are going down anytime soon. We can try to read between the lines of what various Fed governors have said, but at the end of the day, the, the signal is pretty clear. Higher for longer. And I believe the Fed is going to be good to their word on that. Yeah, I think what you're alluding to as well is some of the uh, disconnect that's been happening between the market and the Fed, especially with the messaging and the communication coming out in the past year. So, so there is a bit of a credibility issue that they might have to overcome? Absolutely. And they're working very hard, as best I can tell, to overcome that. And at some level, I think the Fed and the various governors have made clear that They do want to solve this because they don't want to be the headline 15 years from now Mm. when they said, well, if we just held rates long higher an extra six months, we wouldn't have this problem. And they're very they're very market aware and market sensitive. And and Jay Powell's Fed is much more market aware and messaging sensitive than the prior administrations. And I think that's an irreversible trend that will continue beyond Chair Powell and well into the next two or three uh, governorships uh, that will happen. All right. We're in conversation with Alexander Morris. He's the CIO for FM Investments. Now, Alexander, let's talk about the playbook for this year. So you've got rates expected to come down pretty soon, uh, sometime this year. What is the playbook for bonds if you're holding on to fixed income? Should you be looking to buy or should you be holding on to exposure right now? Uh, We think it's good to have a healthy bond exposure on the super short end of the curve, you know, inside of two years. We still like the treasury markets, even with rates coming down. It's a great return to be had there risk-free and investors should take it. Uh, On the longer side, we like investment grade credit. uh, And we think that it makes sense for folks to get into newer issues than not. And that's just because you're going to see a higher coupon because Mm. of the current investment regime. And if you're going to hold on to that position for the next few years, or you're going to buy an ETF that has you know more current exposure, you're really going to like that current income more so than waiting around for that price to you know come back to par two, three years from now. And I think investors will appreciate a little extra money in their bank accounts uh, that they can then reinvest as the markets tell us where else we need to start thinking about at the back end of this year. And if you look elsewhere in the equity space, uh, what's your take on repositioning to the smaller caps right now? Uh, Certainly the small caps have been beaten up and there's a great argument for buying things when they're down. I just don't see any, I see some great opportunities, you know, within the quality space because they have good cash flow and those names tend to do well. But if you are a shorter term thinking and thinking just this year, it's going to be hard not to be in momentum, large cap U.S. tech stocks. They just seem to have all of the underlying enthusiasm of the market 
And if you're thinking six, ten, nine months down the road, I think that enthusiasm is going to win out over fundamentals, which only have two, two or three more reporting periods this year to try and impress the market. Yeah, heavy momentum that we're seeing behind some of these bigger cap tech names. All right, I've been in conversation with Alexander Morris. He is the CIO at FM Investments. Alexander, thank you so much for your time and insight this morning. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you. All right, we'll catch up with you again soon. Stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.